What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the podcast. It's all about Dunwoody, Georgia. My name is Matt Weber. The show is brought to you by Dr. Brett Friedman with Village Orthodontics. And um, today I've got a new friend of mine, Eric Feld, who is a rabbi at a con- congregation Beth Shalom. And we met at a party and my wife fell in love with your wife, Ashley. And, um, and here we are talking together on a podcast. It's great um, to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> so you moved here about a year ago, right? Moved here a little bit uh, over a year ago, yep. So still relatively new to the Dunwoody area. Yeah. So how do you like it here? I love Dunwoody. I didn't expect yeah. that I would love it as much as I did. In fact, when we came down from the Boston area, I was really pushing hard for us to go to someplace, you know, someplace cool like, you know, Brookhaven or Chambly that's really kind yeah. of up and coming, maybe East Cobb. And my wife said, well, you know, there's a couple houses for us uh, to look at in Dunwoody. I said, well, I don't know. I don't know anything about Dunwoody. It's, you know, it's just a suburb. And I was wrong. Uh, We could not be happier here. Everything is wonderful. Really, we we love it so much. Well, and Dunwoody is such like a big Jewish area, too. Like, what what is up with that? I guess it's from the J, the JCC. Is that why people have kind of migrated here? Yeah, you know. Jewish history in Atlanta goes all the way back to the very founding days. Uh, Jews have been part of Atlanta's history since the city was founded as a railroad hub. Um, And, you know, Jews used to be really concentrated in Midtown. And as things unfortunately happened in some cases, um, you know, in the 50s, 60s, a lot of people left Midtown and went north. And that certainly includes the, the locus of the Jewish community. There's still a couple of synagogues downtown, but, you know, uh, Jewish life um, has really thrived here ever since. Um, and so, you know, we've got a really, really nice Jewish community. The JCC is definitely a part of it. Uh, but there's also, you know, there are kosher restaurants and there are yeah. uh, grocery stores where people can get all kinds of kosher food. And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of cultural resources up here. It's, it's just a, it's a really, really easy place to be Jewish and uh, the Jewish community has just blossomed up here. Yeah. So I grew up on the other side of Gwinnett and it just, it wasn't that way. I had a few friends that were Jewish, you know, in high school, but you know, I moved here and it, everybody's taking us in because my kids' names are Samuel and Micah Weber. So I think everybody just assumes that I'm Jewish, but um, yeah, it seems yeah, like my, the first time I met you. Yeah. So it seems like my neighborhood and, you know, the surrounding areas, I've just run into so many nice Jewish people. So it's, uh, it's, it, it's really cool. It's it's just like I've learned a lot about you guys and, you know, about Judaism in general. So hopefully I don't put my foot in my mouth and say something that was wrong or wrong terminology here. But so you are the assistant rabbi at Beth Shalom, correct? I'm the assistant rabbi at Beth Shalom. Um, our and the other guy's been there for a while, right? He's been right? here 36 years. Can you believe it? Yeah. Literally That's a long time. Anybody has ever worked a job ever. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're bringing the fresh blood, the the young, fresh blood to uh, Beth Shalom, right? I like to think so. You know, my wife and I, you, we obviously met at that, um, it was a Kentucky Derby party, I think is what it was. Yeah, definitely. And um, we've got a couple of young kids ourselves. So we actually started going to Beth Shalom before I got hired here. Uh, we, we moved to the area and we were looking for a synagogue and there were just lots of young families and... I said, wow, this is, uh, this is really nice. This is more than we've ever seen at other places that we've been. And so, yeah, we've, we've made a lot of nice friendships here, and they've taken me in and uh, started working here and uh, actually got my ordination within the last couple months. 
And so it's been a big deal. You know, we've got a lot of families who have been here for a long time and who are really well established. And we have a lot of young families. And I'm really hoping to build on that excitement. Um, yeah. Shalom. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about like your, your personal journey. Like why would, why did you become a rabbi? Why, where did that pop into your head at some point? So it's uh, kind of funny to me because I had another career. We lived in Chapel Hill, North Carolina for almost 10 years and I had a career there as a city planner. Oh, really? And, yeah. And so, you know, when I was in that world, um, you know, at some point uh, along the way, I was doing a lot of uh, a lot of public meetings, and I'm sure you've probably seen how those things go. And yeah. uh, there's a lot of stories behind how things get built, and unfortunately, sometimes that can be difficult because you know uh, you want to say yes to people, and unfortunately, sometimes uh, that doesn't really go so easily. So, um, kind of the long story short, unfortunately, my grandmother died uh, while we were living in North Carolina, and. Uh, we happened to come to Atlanta for that funeral and Rabbi Berg at the temple, you know, heard me give the eulogy and uh, uh, not not to be too arrogant at all. Uh, but he said, you know, what do, what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm a city planner in North Carolina. I said, I don't think that's the right job for you. And so I thought about it. And I thought about it. And then I find myself sitting at a public meeting. You know, this poor family just wants to build their house and everybody's telling them why they can't build their house. And. Of course, I'm counseling them through it, and I realize, wait a second, this is actually what I want to be doing. I want to be. I am pretty good at this. <laughs> yeah, I want to be talking to people. I want to be helping them through their issues. And um, one thing led to another. My wife was really supportive. She was great. She said, "You know what? If you want to do it, this is the time to do it. You know, you don't get any do-overs in life, so we're going to make it happen." And yeah. uh, six years later, here we are. Well, that's really cool. I, I mean, speaking of city planning, so those. Winter's Chapel, uh, Tipples over off Winter's Chapel, and that Winter's Chapel gateway there is just amazing. They've done a good job with that, right? Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, it's just nice. Kind of transform the whole area. Oh, yeah, it looks beautiful. Uh, nice wide sidewalks, you know, easy to get around. Uh, I ride my bike quite a bit, and it's been wonderful, you know. Dunwoody has been surprisingly connected in that sense. I found it really refreshing that I can get from my house over to the synagogue uh, and I never touch the street. It's really great. Yeah, yeah they're, they've done a good job with that. Um, they, have you heard about this bond that they're issuing in no, November? Tell me about that. So you can vote. It's November 7th. They're offering a bond up where it's pretty much just $60 million to spend on sidewalks and trails and parks and all of the things. But it's that's their showpiece is that Winter's Chapel area is, I mean, it's gorgeous. And so I think if if people just drive down that road, they'd kind of get an idea of what the city wants to do with the rest of the roads or with a lot of the major, you know, gateways and that kind of thing where people can walk and ride their bikes. And um, it just makes it a lot easier to get around without a car. I think that's great. Um, I totally support that. You know, if it were up to me, I think I would use that $60 million maybe to put a cover over the Dunwoody parade route on the 4th of July <laughs> so you all don't get drenched on again. Yeah. But barring anything it. like that, I'm all for it. Um, you know, we do get a lot of people in our congregation from Doraville and Peachtree Corners and Johns Creek. And so a lot of people are coming in that way. And I think it'll be nice for them to be able to have, you know, that view of what Dunwoody is like when they come yep. in. Sell them on Dunwoody and then bring them in, right? Totally. <laughs> And go to the 4th of July parade while you're at it. Yeah. yeah. So um, so you, you love it here in Dunwoody. What are, what are your favorite places around town? What are your so, favorite restaurants? 
Yeah, uh, my kids—they're uh, the really the ones who are driving that that conversation. So, so wherever's got chicken nuggets. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, for us, we happen to be vegetarians in our house. Oh, okay. So, no uh, so maybe some impossible nuggets. But uh, <laughs> I'd say today is the first day of school for our kids over at the Epstein School. And uh, so we promised them we'd go to Village Burger afterward. That's all they want. They want milkshakes and they want grilled cheese sandwiches from Village Burger. So that's what we're doing today. There you uh, go. We're really into Vintage Pizzeria. That's another favorite of ours. Okay. Uh, so we go there quite a bit, or at least as much as we can. Um, there's that. There's a really great pizza shop over in the Georgetown Shopping Center. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. Yeah, it's in the corner. It smells amazing. Starts with an M. I can't remember it. But um, I'm sure everybody's yelling at their podcast sure they are. streaming sure platform they are. right now. But, um, well, cool. Well, tell us about Best Shalom, the yeah. CBS, as I've seen it. I was doing a little research, and it seems like everybody calls it the CBS. CBS, Beth Shalom, Congregation Beth Shalom, you name it. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a wonderful kind of a hidden gem in some ways. Uh, oftentimes when I'm talking to people about where we are, they say, oh, yeah, I think I've seen that place up off of Winter's Chapel. You know, for a long time, Beth Shalom was really off in the sticks when it was first built. Um, I guess it was built uh, about 30, well, it was built in 88. So, yeah, coming up on 36 years ago. Um, and we were really off in, in uh, what literally used to be farmland. And since, you know, uh, a lot of people have started looking into Johns Creek and Peachtree Corners and places that are a little bit less expensive than Sandy Springs um, and Dunwoody for that matter. Uh, you know, we have started to become really kind of a central place on the map. So Beth Shalom is a, it's a great little synagogue. We've got about 320 families. And the nice thing that I have found about this synagogue, um, and really I don't, I don't say this for too much self-promotion. It's been wonderful you know, how people are not anonymous where we are. Yeah. Uh, you know, you come into the synagogue and people immediately come over to you. They, they want to, to welcome you. They want you to stick around. They want to chat and learn about you. Uh, people remember your name. You know, it's, uh, it's just if, you know, if, for people who like that kind of an intimate environment where, you know, everybody knows your name, it's been a really wonderful place. And then for yeah. our kids too, uh, you know, we have been part of synagogue communities in the past where getting them to want to go is a little bit of a, you know, it's like pulling teeth sometimes. And, you know, they, they like coming because this is where their buddies are and this is where they get to have all kinds of fun snacks afterward. And like, you know, we've got a yeah, nice it makes a big difference. It makes a big difference that our kids are really excited about coming here. So yeah. and that makes it exciting for us to want to go too. yeah. How do you balance the uh, making it fun for the kids and the, you know, there's such a, like a traditional like Judaism, you know, in Judaism. And like I, I see you guys stream the, um, you know, every event and, and all of that stuff. Like, is everybody down with that? Do you get pushback from the, the elders that that don't want to see it become, you know, a new modern synagogue? You know, you might think that happens, uh, but really it doesn't. I think sometimes, you know, Rabbi Zimmerman and I, you know, we're our, our biggest critics sometimes. We look at that stuff and we say, you know, gosh, where are we going with this? But really and truly, our congregants, uh, I think they really like it. And I, it's especially true because we have some congregants who are in further out places, especially some of our elderly congregants. You know, we have one gentleman who's in Covington and it's hard for him to drive, but he really loves to be able to say, like, I can go to services and I can still participate in learning sessions because I have, you know, Zoom to be able to make me uh, to connect me in a way that I couldn't otherwise do. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we've, we've consistently gotten um, a critical mass of people coming to our services, even when we've had to ship things online. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's been, it's been helpful as a, as a tool, uh, even if it's, you know, not necessarily traditional. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the really wonderful things about, uh, what it means to be Jewish in Dunwoody and Jewish in the modern world is, you know, we hold on to tradition and we do that really well. Our synagogue itself happens to be pretty traditional, um, as far as things go, even though, you know, we are very egalitarian and we really lean into that. Um, so, you know, we have tradition and at the same time, we feel very, very strongly that, you know, we like to modernize things. We like to make things accessible. We like to welcome everybody in. And so that way we're able to dip our feet in both worlds. Yeah. And fun. I, I see all the music. I was looking at their website and I mean, you've got something every day. There's like something listed for, you know, August 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th. It's funny. I wasn't, wasn't expecting so much going on. Um, and like you guys that. definitely leaning into the music. Well, I give my wife a lot of credit because for all of those events, you know, she's the one who's at home and who's handling things at home because we've, we've got a lot of stuff going on. You're right. Oh, well, I didn't know that. So nice job, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what's the difference between, you know, Chapel Hill and where was it? Boston? Is that where you're from originally? Yeah. So, uh, we were in Chapel Hill and I went up to rabbinical school in Boston. Okay. So besides the baseball team, you, you probably hit it right, right? You know, they were good there in Boston and now Atlanta. You know, it's funny because, well, okay, I, I, I've never been a Red Sox guy. I know it's going to upset somebody, but I Not here, here. here's the deal that we made as a family. We said we're going to move to Atlanta. You know, I was really into the Yankees. My wife was really into the Red Sox. You could see there was some conflict in the house. So we said, okay, here's how we're going to do it. We are all going to be Braves fans. Like that's oh, going to be go. our team. And, you know, as soon as we said that, I like to say we said that before the World Series run, because otherwise it makes it sound like fair weather fans. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I've been watching the Braves every night with the kids. Like, they're really into Ronald Acuna Jr. and Ozzy Albies. So we are all in on the Braves. That's uh, really cool. We, we love it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's there's differences in baseball. Uh, that's for sure. It's more fun to watch here. Uh, yeah. So that. But, you know, Boston, it's, it's a big city. Uh, you know, Chapel Hill, it's, it's a small community. Uh, both have their, their wonderful positive spots. Uh, you know, Boston, we, we really loved it. It's just, it's, it's cold and it's expensive. You know, it's, it's so great because you're there for like, you know, there's a little window in the summertime and the late spring where you're like, oh, I could just do this forever. And then the snow squalls start to come in. And you're like, no, 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 no. Uh, I think the Atlanta plan was the right way to go. Yeah. And, uh, and so far, you know, we haven't had to pull out our, our snow shovels. We're happy about that. Yeah, it's a little easier here probably. But this, the middle of the summer is pretty tough in Atlanta as well. It's just well, so know, hot outside. The difference between here and Boston too is that here in, every, in Atlanta, everybody's part of a pool. So, you know, yeah. we've, we've taken full advantage of that. And Village Mill's got a good one too. Village Mill has a great pool. Yeah, that, that's one of my favorite things about Dunwoody is that you know, the neighborhoods, Village Mill, Dunway North, the Kingsleys, they're, they're just big neighborhoods. And, you know, we're kind of in a big city, but it's just these tight little neighborhoods that all have swim teams and, you know, that pool scene that I think that everybody, it, you can just automatically associate yourself with that. Um, and, and they're all, you know, everybody kind of goes back and forth. Like we visit Village Mill, we go to Kingsley all the time. And um, it's, it's just summertime in Dunwoody is really nice, I think. 
It's really special. You know, and I'll say that, that that you can also say that about the synagogue community too. I'm sure it's probably like that for the churches and the mosques. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of people, not everybody, but for those for whom, you know, religion is an important part of their lives, you know, people have their place that they like to go to. And the nice thing about the Jewish community in Atlanta, I've been really pleasantly surprised how friendly it is. So, you know, even though we have our place, you know, and uh, we have our clergy team, I've noticed that, you know, there's a lot of kind of an all ships rise mentality across Jewish Atlanta. Uh, a lot of the rabbis are really friendly with each other across the city. And yeah. we do, you know, we do what we can to support each other. And that's been really nice as a place to start off um, in my professional career, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll pitch the synagogue one more time before we leave. Like, why show up at Beth Shalom? I think Beth Shalom is just a warm, friendly place. It's a wonderful place, uh, you know, especially as the parent of two young kids uh, looking for a place for them to feel comfortable and explore their Judaism. And I, and I really emphasize their Judaism, you know, because I recognize that I have my role as a clergy member and that's, you know, that may not be the life for them. And I really want them to feel comfortable in their own skin and develop their own Jewish identity. And so, you know, we have a lot of exciting stuff going on. Um, I'll, I'll promote one event that I'm really excited about. On August 20th, we have a back-to-school celebration that's open to the community. Okay. Uh, so Dad's Garage is going to come do a performance. Oh, that's cool. Pancakes, and I'm going to be in a dunk tank. Uh, okay. I might have to show up for that. Oh, please come. We'd love to have you. We'd love to have a celebrity <laughs> there. <laughs> So uh, we're going to actually uh, ask people to bring some uh, food things, uh, some, some canned goods, some um, uh, fruit cups, all kinds of things to support Backpack Buddies, uh, which we have a relationship with. I know they were on your show uh, yeah, a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, hopefully people will donate some food and send me to the bottom of the dunk tank. But it'll just be a great way to celebrate, uh, you know, another great year of learning in our religious school and in our community in general. Well, cool. Well, enjoy your, your first day off of parenthood, and, you know, it, it's, it is kind of nice, right? Today's, uh, Micah went, my oldest went back to school today, and it just, everything changes a little bit. It's like, oh, wait, I got a little bit of time. I can get some work done. I can actually get <laughs> some stuff done, and, yeah. uh, oh, my goodness, like, what, what am I going to do with all this space? No, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's good. I'm glad our kids were excited to go back. Our, our youngest in kindergarten was, you know, he woke up this morning, the first thing he said is, oh, it's first day of school i can't wait to go oh that's and, good uh, yeah so we had one of each it was like uh, i don't really want to go and but they used to get to see their friends and you know it, it's cool friends and you get back into a routine it's good for everybody yeah, yeah. well you know it was really nice meeting you um that that day at, at leah and jeff's and it's nice uh nice talking to you today and you know if you have that august 20th event i'll definitely put that out on what's up dunwoody and you know try to get the word out about it so please do everybody Reach out to Eric if you've got any questions about Beth, Beth Shalom. And uh, thanks for coming on. Matt, I just want to say, too, thank you for everything that you do to promote our, our amazing community. So oh, yeah. I love the podcast and everything that you've done and all the guests you've had on. It's helped me to learn about Dunwoody as a new person here. Good, and, good. Uh, keep it up. Yeah, yeah. Please reach out. If you find anybody that should be showcased, please reach out to me. Absolutely. It's so good to talk to you again. Cool. You too. I don't leave yet.